This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk with Omyal Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is a brand new day. The sun is shining and so are we. We're back right here on Pulse95 to bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. I hope you're all having a fantastic afternoon. But to keep you updated with whatever is happening in the tech world, we're going to be telling you all about Zoom because there has been a lot of controversy uh, regarding the privacy of Zoom. A lot of Zoom bombing attacks have been happening. Hackers attending phone calls that they're not supposed to be listening to. Therefore, Zoom has actually released a new encryption. A lot of security features are coming up and we're going to be giving you all the details on that. But around the world, South Korea is actually using smart speakers to keep their elderly community company. So since we're all trying to social distance due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the elderly community can definitely uh, feel a bit lonely. They don't have any caretakers surrounding them, especially those who are physically not disabled, but rather uh, need support and a company. And therefore, smart speakers are definitely coming in handy. But will they actually put the privacy of those elders at risk? All those details, we're going to be giving you them in just a few moments. But robot waiters are also keeping customers company in different cafes and restaurants. How are these robot waiters operating? Are they needing any human employees to accompany them? And are they taking the job of humans? In our app segment, we're going to be telling you about an application that will help you perform social distancing. A lot of the times we hear officials, we hear doctors around us telling us to keep the two meter distance at all times. But what does two meters actually look like? I'm going to be telling you an applica- I'm going to be telling you all about an application that was created by the United Nations to help you do just that. And if you're sick of using your surgical mask it feels a little bit too constricting i'm going to be telling you about a new mask it is a smart air purifier mask that blocks all toxic air but at the same time does not feel too constricting to find out about all these stories and more make sure you stay tuned right here on future talk only on pulse 95 pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Zoom has become one of the most known applications ever since everyone went on lockdown because of the coronavirus pandemic. We've all started using it, whether it was for classes, whether it was for work meetings. But there has definitely been a lot of controversy about using Zoom, simply because a lot of hackers have been making the most out of this pandemic by growing fear in our hearts. But Zoom has previously suggested that its chats were actually being protected with a technology that makes all the conversations that are happening between us and other people encrypted. But analysis and different studies have been showing that this encryption was actually a lot weaker than we expected. So the company started to increase its security protections, especially because uh, there has been a lot of Zoom bombings, which are basically when hackers attend 
calls or meetings that they were never invited to. So Zoom decided that for the next 90 days, ever since the first Zoom bombing attack happened, they were going to dedicate all their time to increasing their security protections. And they did that by buying a secure messaging and file sharing service. So what they've done is actually release a much enhanced and encrypted version of the application so that they can make sure that all of our personal information is completely protected. So this end-to-end encryption basically ensures that any potential for a meeting to be attended by someone else or for someone to basically hack into a meeting the chances are actually very very minimized once they start implementing this feature. And for those of you who use Zoom regularly, you must have received the message, whether it was an email uh, or even uh, a message on the app itself, to update your application before May 30. Because after May 30, the application was automatically going to update the minute you actually launch it. And I haven't used Zoom uh, up until a few days ago, which was basically the beginning of June. And the minute I opened it, I could not delete or I can't I couldn't ignore the update basically I had to update it before I could use it um, other security improvements that they have done included changing the minimum default password length to six characters per meeting so you couldn't make it any shorter and that basically means it's a lot harder for hackers to hack into any meeting um, they're also giving um, the option for admins to basically disable sharing on cloud recordings and they are actually allowing us to set ex expiration times so basically that means after 40 minutes the meeting will end and you'll have to start a new meeting but that number could change according to every host so this is all going to help us combat cyber attacks zoom has also been saying that it is creating a new feature that will only be available to paying users and that feature is basically the end-to-end encryption that i was talking about Earlier. Now, this end-to-end encryption basically ensures that only the people in that meeting and their devices can see and hear what is happening in that meeting. But it would also have to exclude people who call into Zoom meetings from a telephone line. So this is only for users uh, who are having a meeting through the Zoom application, no phone calls uh, through that app. Now, currently, Zoom's in-meeting text chats are the only feature of Zoom that is actually end-to-end encrypted. If you'd like to have your voice calls or your video calls be encrypted, you would have to pay for that feature. Since May 30, all Zoom clients have actually been forced to update their application so that this encryption would actually be implemented on that platform. With the new update, you're actually going to be able to see an encryption shield on the left of your Zoom meeting window in green. And this basically shows that this meeting is completely secure and only you and whoever is attending that meeting uh, are actually listening to that conversation. Also, with the newest update, if any of the hosts that is that created the meeting to begin with leaves you can easily now actually select a different host but what is happening in south korea that is the question because a lot of people know that south korea actually has quite a large amount of elderly people who are left in uh, homes being taken care of and because of the coronavirus pandemic we're constantly trying to social distance but in an office in south korea they have been trying to implement a remote control form of taking care of those elderly basically if you enter one of those elderly homes you'll find a huge screen 
stretch across one of the walls with many uh, smart speakers or f- the platforms of those smart speakers the screens will be portrayed showcasing all those elderly that are being monitored through those smart speakers with one tap of a button these senior citizens can be monitored through voice enabled smart speakers this is a very experimental remote care service that they're trying to implement so that they know that during the coronavirus crisis those elderly are being taken care of there's about 3200 people across south korea mostly who are older than 70 and living alone and so far using those speakers has actually been very helpful because they're listening to their conversations they're listening to them on a 24-hour basis and since we are all trying to reduce human contact this is definitely helping prevent elderly residents from dying on their own this is especially needed in a country that has a high aging population and very high poverty rates but closely monitoring them for signs of danger can also mean their privacy is being breached however they do believe that making sure that they're listening in to search words that would basically indicate that they're feeling lonely or that they're insecure uh, in terms of their own health would be the right move towards uh, making sure that they are being taken care of Any elderly relative in your life can actually benefit from a smart speaker or a smart display, especially if they're stuck at home because older family members who are self-quarantined at home during the coronavirus outbreak may find themselves dealing with a lot more loneliness than they'd like. Communication can definitely be difficult, but in the age of technology that we're currently living in, this can all be made possible through the use of smart speakers or even by virtually connecting to them. So if you know any elderly citizen in your family, whether it was a grandfather, a great-grandma, make sure you give them a call, whether it was on Zoom or any other video chat platform. And if you want to gift them something, it might come in handy to gift them a smart assistant or a smart speaker because it will actually help them stay company but at the same time uh, help them enjoy uh, using the internet without necessarily a screen because a lot of the times elderly citizens they don't necessarily know how to navigate through technology but if they asked a smart assistant to do that it could do it very easily coming up we have a lot more in store right here on, F- on future talk we're going to be telling you all about robot waiters how are they coming to the rescue in the age of corona so make sure you stay tuned right here on future talk only on pulse 95 you can always count on a robot for perfect timing we've seen robots help out in hospitals we've seen them help out nurses and healthcare professionals especially when it comes to checking vital signs for patients. But can we depend on them in a restaurant? And can we depend on them to be in a restaurant on their own? This is what we're talking about because in China, robots are being deployed to serve customers. The coronavirus pandemic has definitely turned the whimsical idea into perhaps a window into a dystopian future where a human touch may make people cringe with fear and a waiter clearing our table will send us into a lot of stress. And this is definitely going to be all removed through the use of robots because they have definitely come in just in time 
Two shiny white and red robots are gliding across the dining areas in Chinese restaurants, specifically one restaurant that has reopened after restrictions have been eased down. These robots are very, very welcoming because they'll always uh, greet you by saying hello and welcome to our restaurant in a voice that is definitely sounding a bit more programmed and doesn't have much of a human feel. Nonetheless, though, their duties are definitely wide and spread because they will greet customers, they will serve drinks and dishes, they will return any used glasses, which is also very, very important because a lot of the times uh, people tend to be worried about COVID-19 spreading through the use of utensils. Let's say someone drinks at a restaurant or eats at a restaurant and they have no idea that they have the COVID-19 pandemic, the COVID-19 virus, uh, because they don't have any symptoms. Many cases are asymptomatic. So using robots, specifically when it comes to returning any used glasses or dishes, comes in handy because if we know one thing about them, it's that they're completely immune to this virus. So the only thing though, a lot of diners have been a bit weary uh, of using robots because they don't know how much should they tip them. Should they tip them at all? One thing that those robots will certainly do though is see that social distancing rules are respe- respected. So they'll definitely make sure that you and whoever you're sitting next to are keeping a two meter distance. They'll actually make sure that you're at least five feet apart from whoever is sitting around you, which is definitely also causing a little bit of controversy because are you going to listen to a robot if they come to you and ask you to keep your distance or move a little bit further from the person you're sitting next to there have been a lot of negative reactions uh, against social distancing with robots but this will may just prove that customers actually are allowing those robots to take control simply because they want restaurants to reopen they want the lockdown restrictions to further ease and they know that this will only happen if they show that they are actually becoming more or less responsible one thing i like about those robots though they have a little bit of a human touch in the ter- in terms of what they're wearing they actually wear a chiffon scarf around their neck um, and they are actually their creators are on a hunt to give them human names how how weird would that be though calling a robot with a human name the suggestion by all the customers who went to that restaurant in china was to name the two robots one of them named them Ro, one one name one of them Ro and the other bot <laughs> so together they make robot um, but other people do actually want to give them normal names so that would definitely be interesting to see but these restaurants that have been reopening uh, are only allowing a maximum of 30 customers and the robots uh, are making sure that only 30 customers are entering at a time this is definitely a much bigger restaurant that we're talking about not a small cafe but these robots are helping out with cleaning tables they're giving out an extra hand and they're freeing up the human staff for some more personal contact so instead of having those robots uh, becoming overworked with their human uh, you know employees with their human colleagues you can actually cut down on human staff by hiring more robots adapting to the robots even your own though remains a challenge because people are still trying to see what works and what doesn't but i want to hear from you all what would you feel if you entered 
a restaurant and found a robot serving you. What do you think about it? And what would you want to name that robot? Do you think it's easier to give them a more uh, human name so that we can adapt to them better? Or do you feel like machines and humans should be completely separate? Share your thoughts with me. Text us in at 4215 or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. I personally would love to enter a restaurant and find it completely run by robots. A, it would make me feel a lot more safe, especially in the time and age that we live in. But also, I think it's a very unique idea. No one has done it before, and it would definitely be interesting to see. Share your thoughts, but coming up, we have a lot more in store on Future Talk. We're going to be telling you all about a new application. It's actually not new, but it's new in terms of how we're implementing it. Uh, That has been created by the United Nations to make sure that we are all keeping that two-meter distance between ourselves and those surrounding us. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. We're constantly talking about keeping a 2 meter distance or at least 1.5 meters distance between us and those around us in the age of Corona. But what does 2 meters actually look like? Can you measure it? I mean, you're never going to be walking around with a measuring tape. But in the age of technology that we're living in, you could download one application that would do just that. Sadly, though, this application is only available for Android users on the Google Play Store. It has not been available yet on the App Store, on iOS Apple Stores. But I'm going to be telling you all about it. In case you do have an Android phone, this will come in handy because health experts around the world have been advising everyone to practice social distancing so that we can put an end for the spread of coronavirus. We're constantly being reminded to keep that 1.5 meter distance from each other so that we can minimize the chances of contracting the infection. But an application that has been created by the United Nations called 1.5, so that's the number one and then points written in letters and then five, is going to allow all of us to be able to do just that without actually moving around, measuring the distance between us and the people around us. Because what it does is actually notify you when someone enters your 1.5 meter radius. And it's all based on Bluetooth technology. So this application actually was invented far before or far before Corona was actually a thing. Um, And it's mainly made so that we can all maintain social distancing, just so that we can avoid all forms of viruses and not just COVID-19. What the application does is basically scan for any mobile devices that are near you through using the Bluetooth technology. And then it's actually going to warn us that someone has entered or a device has entered the 1.5 meter distance. So basically all you need to do or all those people around you have to do is make sure that their Bluetooth is turned on. If anyone's Bluetooth is turned on, the 1.5 app will be able to pick that phone uh, data and will allow will notify you to move away from that person using the 1.5 social distancing app is actually very easy it doesn't require you to register you don't have to create an account all you need to do is install the application click on get started turn on your bluetooth and set a minimum distance between 1.5 meters and 2 meters and all you'll have to do after that is to click on start monitoring and it's gonna start tracking all the bluetooth signals of the devices around you and it will alert you if someone enters your minimum distance mark people don't need to have the application people around you don't need to have the app installed but their bluetooth needs to be turned on or else the application will not be able to pick up the presence of that person 
Another interesting feature about this application is that it lets you select how you want your notification to sound like. So you can either turn on or off sound and vibration for proximity alerts. So you can have your phone either vibrate whenever someone comes near you or in your 1.5 meter distance, or you can choose to have it actually make a noise. The application also notifies about close proximity when it's turned on and does not send alerts when it's closed. So it's not going to be bothering you all the time. You can choose when to have it on and when to have it off. But you can also set up the application to exclude the devices of family members and those with whom you live with. Because a lot of the times people might be wondering, you know, what if I'm living at home? I don't want to constantly be notified that my mom is coming near me because, you know, you're both quarantining or uh, from the same household. So this application can allow you to set up the Bluetooth IDs of all your family members or roommates if you're quarantining with them. 1.5 does not collect or store any personal data. So your privacy is not being breached. Unlike other application, it's not trying to take your health information or to track your contact history. It's simply creating a social distancing reminder. Such an app is actually very important in the time and age we live in because keeping our distance from other is the key to preventing the spread of the coronavirus pandemic. But speaking of contact tracing, Another application that is very important uh, to download right here in the UAE and that will make each and every single one of us a fighter against coronavirus is Al-Husun application. Al-Husun app is the one and only contact tracing app right here in the UAE that has two main features. First, it will notify you with your COVID-19 results if you have done the test at any of the drive through or hospitals right here in the UAE. But it will also notify you if you have come into contact with someone who has tested positive for COVID-19. The application is based on Bluetooth technology. So once you come near someone who also has the application downloaded, your phones will exchange Bluetooth ID and if god forbid this person that you have come across or it could be a random stranger someone you've come across uh, in a grocery store if they happen to test positive for covid19 a few days after you your phones have exchanged bluetooth ids the uae government and doctors will be able to notify you by using this application downloading it is very easy you can find it on all app stores apple ios store google play store and the huawei app store under the name Al-Husun, A-L-H-O-S-N. And once you download it, all you'll have to do is enter your Emirates ID number, your phone number. You'll receive a one-time password that you will have to enter so that you can verify that this is your phone number uh, on, the on the phone that you are currently using. And that's it. You'll only have to keep your Bluetooth signals turned on. Your location services have to be on as well, but you're not being tracked uh, 24-7. It's only using short-term location services so that it can make sure that if authorities need to notify you about a COVID-19 positive case, they have the capability of doing that. Honestly, in the day and age that we're living in, downloading Al-Husun app is the one and only way to love those around you because if you love someone, you'll want to keep them safe. So make sure you download Al-Husun application. I have it downloaded as well. So let's make sure that we are all taking part against the fight of COVID-19. Coming up, we have lots and lots in store on Future Talk, but we're going to be talking about my favorite story for today, it is a smart air purifier mask. The mask I dream of wearing in the day and age that we're living in. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95.
the day. New tech you might want to play with. A few months ago, not everyone knew what an N95 mask was, but today they actually cost up to a hundred times what they were originally worth, just because of the crushing demand and because of the coronavirus pandemic. But there is a set of problems that comes with using a common N95 mask, or even the regular blue surgical mask that we're all advised to wear whenever we're heading outside our homes. A, it's a struggle to breathe with, um, especially when you're wearing it for long intervals. B, it's uncomfortable having it especially in the weather conditions that we have right here in the UAE it can be very humid and you have all this humid air circulating around your mouth lastly though it also needs to be disposed after a certain point of time you can't really wear it all the time um, you can have it for a few uses but then you'll have to dispose it and this is exactly why a designer in China who has his own 3d printing company decided that he will actually create a solution to all these face masks by creating one that does not need to be thrown after a few uses. This is the first wearable smart mask called Atmo Blue. Now, Atmo Blue, what's unique about it is that it purifies the air up, up until 99.9% of all the particles. So you're talking about a face mask that is constantly purifying all the air particles that you are breathing in. And the reason why he actually created it was not because of the coronavirus pandemic. He invented it way before then, but it's only becoming more and more popular nowadays. And he did it because the air quality in China is actually not that great. A lot of people, especially those who have uh, asthma or have breathing issues and respiratory issues are struggling with the air quality there. So his mask was basically trying to create a positive air pressure. He was trying to keep out all the germs and um, pollutants that are typically found in the air that we breathe in by making the air pressure inside the mask a lot greater than the air pressure outside. The mask also has built-in fans that are pushing all that purified air into the insides of the mask, allowing us to breathe normally and getting rid of all that humid air so your mouth actually never feels sweaty and doesn't actually breathe again all that air that you just exhaled. Um, Atmo Blue, the, the mask that we're talking about, was actually created as an upgrade for the N95. Um, the fan inside of it actually helps you as I mentioned before, breathe in a purified air instead of circulated air. But the other interesting feature about it is that it actually comes with a comfortable silicon rim around it. So it's very airtight. The air does not leak outside. So it's actually ensuring that you're breathing that pure air at all times. And for all of those of you who wear glasses, good news is this mask will not fog up your glasses. So it's actually quite interesting to see how creative we've been, especially with adapting to this technology. Instead of going ahead and leaving masks aside, we're trying to create smart wearable masks to address all those issues uh, that come in the age of Corona. But one man I know who is wearing a very interesting mask is right with me in the studios of Pulse95. He has a different mask than the one we regularly see. It is not the blue surgical mask. The minute he entered to the studios, <laughs> I was actually pretty shocked with the mask. Yeah, it has that effect on a lot of people. A lot of people look at me like I'm weird. <laughs> Walking in with an altitude mask, which isn't actually altitude, it's an N95 filter. Um, people are looking at me already. I don't exactly look the most friendliest, so it's quite intimidating when you see a guy walking up to you with black gloves and a black mask on. <laughs>
<laughs> it gives you the role, though. You're hosting the halftime show. You need to That's look right. fierce. That's right. That's right. And I, I like the way you call it fierce. I could have thought of many other things, but fierce I'll take. And uh, and coming up on the halftime show today, we're talking about the role that politics has in society when it comes to sports. Now, there's been a lot of things, obviously, about George Floyd and everything that's been happening on social media. Mm-hmm. But are the athletes doing enough to get the message out and is sports a platform that we should be exploiting these um, these situations that are coming up now because clearly the athletes and celebrities have a big say on what people see and watch every single day mm-hmm. now what I'm going to question is are we doing enough in sports to get that out there and that's my uh, that's the topic of the day today on my show I love that honestly never thought that you would actually be able to tie in George Floyd there with you sports go. there you go <laughs> but nothing is impossible on the halftime show it is going to be coming up in just a few moments so make sure you tune in we'll see you once again on Future Talk same timing same place tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.